0: This is a Rooster Teeth production.
1: Welcome back to another episode of OT3. I am your host, Ashley, and I am so excited for this episode. We are discussing the TV show of the moment of the past half decade. You know it. Everyone's talking about it. A Stranger Things season for who isn't watching it.
0: And uh, No, I just more you said half decade and I go, that can't be right. And then I started thinking about it and I go, no, that's right. And I wanted to throw up a little bit, but continue,
1: Um, you know, uh, throw up aside. uh, We are also, this is also Uh... a podcast about Kate Bush. Oh yeah. That's not what I thought that was going to go. But yeah, Kate Bush. The intro's not over. Sarah. The intro's not over. (laughs) Kate Bush, who, if you don't know who she is, one, you should, and two, after this, you will. And three, we're talking about her because she went number one on iTunes, number four globally, and it went to number one in the United States days after season four released on Netflix. She has never been that popular in the United States. She was massive in the UK. Um, she's one of the best singer songwriters. I'm a huge fan.
0: Now, can I do my drum roll?
1: Or no, there's somewhere the intro.
2: <laughs> Let's do another <laughs> drum roll, Sarah. Harris. Here we go.
0: I hope that sounds good.
2: I don't know. We have more
1: announcements. (laughs) Bitches, we got merch.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, It was something we debated upon heavily, and it 100% is a t-shirt that just says, Warning Lemon. So check it out. (laughs) Warning and a
1: lemon. lemon. And we got a cute little lemon on
0: there.
2: And there's a lemon hat as well, little dad hat. Um, If you don't know what lemon means, uh, are you listening to the show? (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: It's a little fan fiction term for you. Yeah, also, so. I want
0: you, all, I want the gays to know why I, I fought for a bucket hat and I was outvoted. Uh, I just need that to I be known. I stand by
2: that. I uh, would rather die than ever promote a bucket the hat. The gays, uh, they wear the bucket hats. Not all Sarah gays. Sarah was
1: team bucket. Steffi was team non-bucket. Ashley was like, would do a
0: bucket. <laughs> so if those are unaware, I posted a poll on my Twitter. My Twitter?
2: Your my tweeter. Twitter.
0: And um, uh, yeah, no dad baseball caps won by a landslide and i go okay well uh, no bucket look, hats look.
2: then bucket hats are a trend baseball hats are a staple okay and the hat is pink it is pink it, it is, is pink.
1: super cute and has a little lemon on it so
2: even if you don't know what it means it's still just a really cute item which is something we really want so cute regardless but if you know you know
0: and if you know it's it's that there's it's smut that's
2: literally what I was implying, Sarah.
0: I know, but I wanted to say it flat out just in case anybody didn't know that the lemon means that they're smut. So warning, smut. And you have that on a t-shirt with a little lemon and it'll be great.
2: It'll be great. The merch
1: release is Tuesday the 14th. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So if you're watching this on first or uh, you're a member of our uh, community, we love you. Wait, one day. <laughs> one day and it will be there. If you're listening to it on any other platform, it is there now. roosterteeth.com. You can get lovely lemon hats and lemon shirts. I mean, what else? do we want in this world please help support the show we would love it Please. we are going to wear
0: that every day all the time you'll Mm -hmm. just see us rocking that shirt we really should have asked if we could have gotten it for this episode i didn't think about it you know and we're filming three this week (laughs) (laughs) you know i should message everyone in merch all right whoops so,
2: um, <laughs> they, they messaged us today to get things delivered. We are
0: not derailing this, you guys. Okay, sorry. Oh, yes. I have
1: refused to allow you to derail it. I have said it in the Slack. that oh, I Ashley. will not allow you to derail it. Not Ashley's
0: this one. Ashley's in not charge. Not this one. I'll okay. try my very best, but All you right. also are talking about Steve Harrington. So.
1: Look, look, I'm going to let you do it for a second. So, we are OT3. I am Ashley. Hi. Um, I have some lovely co-hosts with me. You've already heard them talking. Steffi.
2: Hi. Uh, my bi-cons
1: are Robin and Steve, so hey. Well, my questions were going to be, How much do you know about Kate Bush?
2: Not a whole lot, actually. I am vaguely aware of her music, but this is the most I've ever heard of her. All right.
1: Now, Uh who's your favorite Stranger Things ship?
2: Uh, Oh, a ship. Yes. Dustin and his girlfriend. um, Susie. Susie, Susie is everything that I've ever wanted to be in my life.
0: I can't believe that you chose this to be the question because I have very strong opinions about this and Steffi disagrees with me very badly. All right.
1: All right. See, I know what I'm doing. I'm a good leader. I'm the host. Steffi just
0: remembered (laughs) and she's mad now. All (laughs) right. Sarah, first question.
1: How much do you know about Kate Bush? Nothing.
0: I never even had heard of her before Stranger Things.
1: All right. And what's your favorite Stranger Things ship? So
0: I have to say this. This is Fanon. I am a ship of this in the Fanon. This is not a canon ship. Arguably, the character in canon is relatively awful. But relatively? God damn, do I ship Billy and Steve so hard that I went back in the last week and I have been rereading all of my favorite Billy and Steve fics. I'm literally reading one right now on my phone. I was reading it before we started.
1: Once again, love you what you love. Do you just like beautiful people together? Uh, I like... <laughs> No, this is very
0: specific. Is this just like a, I want to see them kiss because they're both hot? I mean, uh, first of all, yes. If you have not seen 2018 Power Rangers, I highly recommend it because it is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like right below Pride and Prejudice. And Billy plays the red ranger in it. So
2: just that. And also
0: fun fact, he had to gain like fat over his muscles because he thought that uh his power rangers abs were too much for billy (laughs) for the 80s and i was just like i can't but nonetheless um what i love about it is i feel that billy is somebody who needs help and a good influence and i feel like steve is somebody who like Well, why would you want to do that to Steve? Yeah. Because Steve went through a very similar experience, but like less so. Because if you think about it, Steve first season, he was made to be the main antagonist. And then he got good and they replaced the, the main antagonist with Billy.
2: And it was like, here's the difference. Okay. Steve was being a jerk to defend his girlfriend because this creeper was taking photos of her. And now she's dating that creeper. So he was right for all the things that this he did. This is why I said fanon. Billy, Billy on that t- other time is horrible. Horrible to Lucas, especially. Yes. Especially Lucas.
0: Fanon. I just, that's why I say, I said specifically the fanon of Billy, not okay. the canon of Billy because the fanon of Billy, like, because there's a very vast majority of the fandom who ships them together. Uh, that there's like this whole backstory that they've given Billy, and makes up, him not awful. Straight up, I think it's just people that
1: want to see him kiss because they're hot.
2: Yeah, uh, fandom, <laughs> can fandom can be wrong. Okay, fandom can be wrong.
0: Sarah did not convince us at all. No, <laughs> no, I know I didn't. But like, if I gave you a good, I have, I have a fanfic. I have a short one that I can send you, and then you can like gauge your feelings. It's short. I just like literally a couple hours. Um, send
2: it to me. I don't think I'll be convinced
0: okay i gotta like let me look through my faves and figure out which one this one was just i was like i'm reading it right now it's relatively short but and it's also like there in my brain it's like two people who experience trauma but like different trauma because you have billy's dad mm-hmm. and then you have steve dealing with the upside down and so it's like i feel that they could in time find peace within each other if we are ever
2: have- going oh sorry go ahead
0: I have let this go on for a while because I do kind of like this.
1: This actually rolls into what I'm going to talk about later. Oh. Um, but I still think the <laughs> ship is weird. No,
2: <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's the, okay. Here's, here's here's the real background. One thing, One thing. once again, okay. like what you like, people. Like what you like. I don't have to like it. No, you
0: don't. But I, I would also like to say this. So, like, I've always been a fan of Steve from the very beginning. And it's something that's I'm Steve. very, very vocal about. And so the thing is, is... But I also like Jonathan. I mean, he's cute. And Nancy's okay. But um the thing is, is that the end of season one, because I watched this when it came out, Steve, like you see with Nancy and you're like, eh, because you want Nancy to be with Jonathan and you were sad about it. And so for a while there, I was reading polyamorous of the three of them, just being happy and,
2: ha- uh, and like, healthy. Three, you and an OT3, Yes.
0: And then um they introduced Billy, and then I was looking for fan chick. I was like in the, the thruple like tag of those three. And then I found Billy and Steve and I go, okay, I like this better than the thruple. Because it's hot. I mean, prop. I mean, actually, <laughs> I don't I don't think that's why I'm reading it. I'm so sorry, but my asexual ass, probably not. I'll be honest. It's oh, the story. Up. You of know the so three cute. of story. Of the three of us, who reads the most uh, smut? Me, but it's because there's something more than just the smut. Do you want me to hit play on my audiobook right now where Henry no, 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 no. and So and So are Alex are about to do it? We're actually gonna get into the episode now. Okay. Um we so, can argue all
2: day. Yes, we, <laughs> we can. Also, uh,
0: apparently, the Nancy Robin fanfic is excellent. Gabe oh, okay. recently got into it. I
2: will say, I think people don't like Nancy because she's extremely selfish, and that's what I love about her. And I will give it to you, Dash. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Um. <laughs> so, my personal favorite ship, and I'm going to steal something from you, Steffi mm-hmm. Eddie, reader insert. <sighs>
2: oh my god yes 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 i gotta look it up now i cannot believe that (laughs) are you serious i I am so in love with eddie i didn't like him right off the bat but he has grown on me and i love him and i never want him i like the chaotic energy um
1: i also just like eddie with Random people because I just like Eddie like I, I'm going I, to
0: Eddie. I want to see how many there are <laughs> he, he,
2: Like I am so sa- okay uh, Spoilers starting now uh, I'm so sad Chrissy also died because I thought they were such a cute so like,
1: cute I thought that was gonna be a thing yeah, and I was I was a little jealous of Chrissy, but I was there <laughs> for it I was there for the it
2: chemistry was off the wall and apparently I was reading a, a an article right before I came here fucking they, Christ <laughs> tell us, Sarah. Uh, one second, one second. Um, I was gonna say I was reading an article right before this, and apparently the Duffer Brothers actually really regret killing her off because they filmed that scene first where they killed her, and then when they had that little conversation in the woods, and they're like, "Oh no, this is really good," and like, but it made the death scene that, <laughs> much, it better, hurt that so much, much better, so much better because you ended up caring about her and them so. Ah, oh.
0: all right, Sarah, tell us. So we have five hundred and sixty Eddie Munson fix, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Relationships. Number one, Stephen Eddie, two hundred and twenty. Number two, Eddie Reader, hundred and twenty.
2: Hell yeah! Look, look, look. Who's running reading hundred and twenty-six today? uh, It's a personal choice, and I,
0: I have no regrets. All right, not a read. I will never be a reader insert person. We talked about this in the last episode about how, like, when I read smut, I don't put myself in anybody's shoes. I'm just like a voyeur on the wall. It's awful, but like, here we are.
2: but also a uh, great episode, you guys, oh, last week. I'm you. sorry I couldn't be here, but Missed it was you. fun just to listen to y'all. It was so freaking good. Like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All
1: right. So into the Stranger Things we go. This will be a Stranger Things Kate Bush podcast. But first to talk about Kate Bush and why she became so popular suddenly, mm-hmm. we have to talk about Stranger Things season four. Yes. Season four is set in 1986, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate Bush's album, which "Running Up That Hill," which is the song that got to number one, I think, in the United States and four globally, globally right now. Jeez, uh, right next to Bad Bunny. I'm like, this
2: is
0: <laughs>
1: hilarious. Um, was released in 1985. Perfect fucking timing for Max, um, Sadie's character, to listen to this song. So um, this is kind of a part where I want you guys to have a little bit of like, I want to hear what you thought about the scene, Mm -hmm. um, specifically talking about Max. um, And if you have not watched up to episode four, we're going to be discussing episode four a lot. And we're going to talk about a little bit before then, because we intro episode one, kind of seeing where everybody's at, what they're doing. And we see Max and uh, what did you, what what did you think about her character at that time? Sarah?
0: I think, so I I really liked it how they handled it because Max is Billy's little sister. And mm-hmm. again, I've read so much fan fiction and to like I am such a believer of the canon of like that there was still some sibling like like friendship there at some point. Um and in this particular like I I like that she was dealing with it. Like it wasn't like Because yes, he was a dick. I will not lie that in the show he is such a dick. But the fact that Maxine responds in such Mm -hmm. a way, like negatively, that like she's so sad and guilty about her brother's death, Mm -hmm. that I loved it. Like as like a Billy fan, I loved it. Well, you know,
1: talking about Billy's death, it was pretty traumatic. Yeah, he did have a bit of a Darth Vader
0: come back to the light moment, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, right at the end, right at the very end. So. Okay, talk about it. Talk about it. So I've been rewatching all of it because Gabe, my roommate, has never seen Stranger Things before, and I kind of so happy right now. I coerced, I coerced the fuck out of Gabe because I had started watching it, and then I was like, "Well, I'm cleaning, so let me put it on the TV in the living room." And Gabe's like, "Oh yeah, that's totally fine." And then like I'm like watching Gabe slowly getting enthralled (laughs) and I go, "Do you want me to wait to watch this with you?" And Gabe goes, "Yes," and I go, "Perfect." (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, God, In season three there's this thing that I didn't really notice quite as much until my rewatch, which is um Byers Will Byers mentions that the monster is inside of Billy but hiding and like is not always active and then he mm-hmm. specifically at one point says he's activated like when they're doing the sauna fight mm-hmm. and I think that's really important because right before then billy is like crying on the floor being like max you have to help me i didn't mean to he made me do this he made me do this and then will does the like neck tingle thing and he goes it's been activated and then that's when he kind of goes ape shit. and so i like to think that like that billy like you're saying like right at the end he had like a moment i think like we see that moment throughout the season especially in the sauna where he's like you're breaking right. down yeah. but the
1: death was like a- oh awful yeah uh, it was really great but, but awful, the awful. moment of him being like i'm gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna stand up to this yeah thing and save
2: my little sister and protect and- these
1: <sighs> kids yeah. see was yeah. very different from the billy we'd seen before mm-hmm. so i think that was yeah. like the crystallization of the change in mm-hmm.
0: him yeah and,
2: and then <laughs> <laughs> and- beautifully said so
0: <laughs> so this is a fun fanfic thing which i love because there's this really particular thing they do in season three which is um, when Billy is first brought into the upside down and mm-hmm. like meets the monster, um, he's facing off with a version of himself. Mm-hmm. And so the fandom is basically like real Billy's still in the upside down, and that other thing was the mind flayer. Oh. And that, and like, especially where season four ended or season four, volume one the fandom is freaking out right now and there's so many fanfics that billy's <laughs> just been in the upside down this whole time oh and oh. it's so good and That's like there's this one that just started publishing and i'm like following it and am loving the updates but it's that he's down there for seven months and he's slowly losing his mind and then when like spoiler alert when steve ends up down there and robin going, and everybody <laughs> It's, yeah, I know, I'm going back. It's just where my bread and butter is. But it was, it's just really interesting. But I just wanted to say that because we were talking about it.
1: Yeah, 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 no worries. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we've talked about Billy's death. It has affected Max. We mm-hmm. see her Um. and she's, I mean, let's be real honest. Uh, she's looking like a real cool kid, but like a real detached, emotionally mm-hmm. yeah. at- detached, cool kid <laughs> with the headphones on constantly, not talking to people. Uh, kind of not meeting people's eyes. Um, she even uh, and I'll be real honest. I love the look of
0: headphones back yeah. in the
1: day. It looked so cool. Those because I mean, you
0: heard nothing though. Like they were really <laughs> shitty headphones. Let's all be honest. I know. Yeah, they make them better now. They looked cooler. Yeah.
1: Now, um, basically wired girls <laughs> all the way. I know, right? Um, but on the way in season uh, episode one, you uh, think season four episode one. Uh, she goes to the counselor who's been trying to get a hold of her mm-hmm. and uh, we hear a song being played and you guys probably didn't even think about it.
2: No.
0: I was like, is that fucking Kate Bush? <laughs> so <laughs> so I want to add this. So I, I mentioned this last episode that mm-hmm. like I was, we recorded that right before I went on vacation. So Stranger Things came out while I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. Same. And I would still occasionally go on TikTok. And so I kept hearing that, Fucking song all over TikTok and I had no idea again spoilers Vecna I had no idea who Vecna was but it was a song people were saying Vecna and I was like what the fuck is going on and it had Kate no Bush. one no one was referencing Stranger Things it was just everywhere and I go what is this trend I missed and then it was that moment happened in that first episode where she's hearing it and I go oh okay Stranger Things, Stranger things. Uh,
2: can I go back a little bit mm-hmm. uh, okay so I'm gonna get real for a second which so that moment when she's talking to Billy on her grave hit me so fucking hard, dude. Okay, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm gonna get real for a second. I lost a brother who I didn't also have a great relationship with. And I had a very similar moment to what Sam did. So I was bawling my eyes out. And this is why I like media because you have something you can relate to. But ma'am. Sam, man, you mean Mac? Max, sorry. What was Sam? I have no <laughs> idea, but I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Am I thinking of Sam watching?
0: Simon Um, Weiss-Gamsey.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it it was so good. Honestly, episode four is probably the best episode of the whole series. I agree. Totally. Um, Just to give a
1: little backdrop between episode one and episode four, um, we do find out that um, there is a monster called Vecna. He's haunting teenagers. (laughs) Um, And basically, he went after the cheerleader. She Mm -hmm. dies a horrific death. Uh, He goes after um, Nancy's... What is his name? Uh... He works at the paper with Nancy. Jonathan? Oh, no.
2: Kevin? That sounds right. Nick? Let's go with Kevin. I feel like it was <laughs> Kevin. Why do I not remember? I'm, it? I'm pretty okay. sure it was Kevin.
1: <laughs> what are notes for? Um, uh, he dies. And then uh, actually, Max is the one that puts it together because Max knows that they are also seeing the counselor, mm-hmm. that he is targeting people and they have all the similar symptoms. And then she sees that. She is also being haunted mm-hmm. and she realizes that she's going to die a horrific death. And so she writes these letters to people. Mm-hmm. And then the scene that Steffi is talking about is where she takes her letter that she like, it's like the, if I die letter, which is so dramatic and so teenager and just sad too, because if you, it was happening to you, you, goes, well, I guess maybe I do something similar. And then, yeah, she takes the letter to the grave and it's called, the episode's called Dear Billy.
2: Yeah, oh my God. I... Seriously, bawling by the end of it.
1: No, yeah. It was such a heartfelt scene. And I was like, oh my. Because she actually
2: talked. Mm-hmm. Like she had been so closed up. She couldn't mm-hmm. even let her guard down and talk to Mm-mm. anybody. She was pent up with rage and anger Fred. and sadness. Fred. His name was Fred. Fred. Sorry, Fred. Sorry, Fred. <laughs>
0: feel kind of bad about that.
2: That's <laughs> um, two Freds down
0: in major media.
2: Who's hmm. the other one? Harry Potter. Weasley. Oh, fuck.
1: All right. We're taking it back. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, I was going to ask you, Steffi, since you really liked that scene. Um, she's on the grave, she says the letter, and then the eyes go back in the back of the head, and, uh, what does she see? What happens?
2: So, um, she is, so one of the main things is there's this clock, there's this house, but she's also being, Sarah?
0: Sorry, I raised my hand. Um, fun fact about the clock, I don't know if you've seen this on social media, the, that's not the first time you hear the clock in season four. Every single time someone in, enters the upside down, you hear the clock yep. chime. Yeah. Oh, like there's I know the the that. The two biggest ones that it's like really noticeable is when Hopper enters the tunnels.
2: See, I didn't want to rewatch the show. I think I might have to. Yeah,
0: it's really, I saw that on TikTok and then I'm rewatching it and somebody, and I noticed it, but it's, Hopper goes in the tunnel for the first time. You hear a very distant, the uh-huh. clock. And then you hear it again um, when Billy, enters and he's like trying on the payphone and you hear the ding, and it's just
2: and so, so good.
1: it's so good
2: how do you say it Vickna?
1: vecna vecna vecna
2: vecna uh, what they do is um he basically makes you relive this very traumatizing moment so for sam it's her brother dying and it's all this anger. max god damn why do i keep saying sam I, her sadie her, sadie is it's her, her real name i think that's what's happening sadie sinks
0: sadie sink yeah. yeah,
2: I so am. It's... So she looks like a Sam. <laughs> no, Max, I don't know. Max. Max, Max my God. Mac,
0: Maxine. Maybe that'll I'm be helpful. You say the full the name. I want to say Maxine
2: because that's the only one I want to get. Yeah. I don't know what is wrong with me today. Uh, so Maxine. Um, So this is her traumatizing thing. That's how he gets in. And uh, what saves her, if you don't mind me saying, mm-hmm. is the song uh, they figured out because of Robin and Nancy um going to a like uh, oh my god that, ship that's, there. Mm-hmm. that's such a good thing too um but they realize it's music what saved that dad so the Vincent's original Creole.
1: uh the first time the vecna came and haunted a, a family the father lived and they were like how did you live and he just was humming a song and we're like what a crazy it guy the kind angel baby, of this yeah, voice but the, the voice of putting angel. Puzzle pieces angel
2: yeah, they figured it out And And so (laughs) that scene was so frustrating because Dustin runs, grabs every single tape and they're like going through all of them. We're just like, just pick one. But they finally find her favorite song, put it in the thing and they put it on her. And then you see her being tortured by this guy. Oh yeah. She finds like this area that he wasn't, uh, that Vicna wasn't like suspecting.
0: I think a good example of it is, uh, sorry to reference Harry Potter again, but it's like that thing where like in Harry Potter like when Voldemort gets into Harry's brain then Harry realizes he can get into Voldemort's yeah, brain it, it felt and felt like, like that that's kind a of very scene uh, Sad- mm.
2: Sadie Maxine <laughs> Maxine she uh goes in the area that she uh, that Beck knows like a really surprise she's gone into and then you know he's finally going to make his attack and then the music beautiful Kate Bush is her and he's about to put the hand on yeah. her head. like he's about to
1: like, do like the crunchy bone thing
2: yeah and now she's floating in the air
1: and, and the song is playing and it is so epic. So
2: like, I, I don't know. It's, it's one of it's, the best scenes I've seen in a while. And I've like, I feel like media right now is fucking good. If you are watching the right things. Mm-hmm. And I think this scene blew them all out of the water. Well, it was so good in my n- opinion. Not
0: even just that. Cause like you have like, it's like so many interspersing moments at once mm-hmm. because you have the friends freaking out about her well-being, right. And then you have the music breakthrough and you have Vecna freaking out about things. And then, like, she breaks through and you have her running. And it I love that they don't have Vecna chase her. Uh-huh. Instead, he's like fucking Avatar Alessia bending, throwing rocks at her. <laughs> and, and it's the, and, like so a montage. Good. That guy good. doesn't Memories. look like he runs, to be perfectly
1: honest. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. He just kind of like suddenly is there.
2: Um, but yeah, <laughs> she's running in this like, just like red violent area. you just intercut with these beautiful scenes of her hanging out with her friends and hanging out with Eleven and Lucas And, like, Lucas and- being
0: like, hey, like, I know that you're going through shit and I know you're pushing me away, but, like, I'm here and I need you to remember that I'm here. And he's like, I'm sorry. And, like, I think also that fucking conversation between Lucas and Max was so incredible mm-hmm. and yes. I think very, very powerful. And, like, right before and her having that moment of, like, I don't want letters. Like, I want you to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I-, I think it's, like, First of all, very mature for like what the age group that these people are writing for, uh-huh. but not unhonest of like yeah. what that conversation would be if it was very a bunch of honest for
2: kids who've been through several traumatic years of their mm-hmm. life. I mean, how many horrors are you going to see? Right.
1: <laughs> and yeah, like it's it's such a it's a, such a scene and Kate Bush is playing. And mm-hmm. as a Kate Bush fan, guys, I was just like, I am so overwhelmed because that song means a lot to me, mm-hmm. not just the scene mm-hmm. and I could not believe, and I was having this moment of like, does no one not see all of the connections being made right now in my brain? Like, cause Kate Bush is an amazing artist. We're actually going to go into Kate Bush mm-hmm. and we're going to come back around to Stranger Things. Cause okay. I want, I want to wrap it up with this scene. Cause it was like, literally yeah they, they got a, like they have two more episodes coming out in July. Um, also when we're working and we won't be able to watch them. I cannot. Yeah, wait. I'm so mad. I know. Um, and Do I'm like, I want Kate Bush to come back. In it, and I'm like, I'm, I'm so curious, and I hope that um this episode uh, will help people who don't know Kate Bush, and maybe we'll be a little excited to see Kate Bush come back because I think, I think there's another song they might play, although they they probably picked this one, but I just I know they
0: might use it again. That's well, lovely. it's I also like I mentioned I love when shows like kind of go in it for the artists, like mm-hmm. because I as a few episodes ago we talked about Heartstopper, but Heartstopper has I think four or five songs from a single artist. Yeah. And her name's Baby Queen. And it's like, it's such a good vibe and it's such good music. And the fact that like every single time I hear it like on Heartstopper, I was like, oh yeah, it's still Baby Queen. And so like, I would love more Kate Bush. In this oh, absolutely. Album. Also, oh I my just,
2: God. Uh, I was listening to her music before this because I wasn't, like I said, not too familiar. Uh, damn, she
1: slaps. those good music. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. So who is at Kate Bush? Um, educate me, I want to know. Yes, you do. Um. Okay. So Wikipedia I'm going to read the first line of it. Ready? Catherine Bush, born July 30th, 1958, is an English singer-songwriter and record producer. In 1978, at age 19, she topped the UK singles chart for four weeks with her debut single, Wuthering Heights, becoming the first female artist to achieve a UK number one with a self-written song. Oh, hell yeah. Look at her. 19 years old, she comes out of nowhere. Yeah. She is... And she writes this song called Wuthering Heights, which is
0: about Wuthering Lethering Heights, Weathering Heights. I feel like it's also worth mentioning this is the 70s. So the only way that could have happened is that she got it like the effort to get that to a fucking producer to get it like Yeah. Like that's not you don't self-publish in no, the 70s. No. Like that's not a thing.
1: Actually, um, I did a lot of research and I think the company she was with was called like EIM or IEM, something like that. They were pretty big. They uh, were, she was doing a lot of music. She was always doing music. And so I, somehow it was like a friend of a friend knew uh, the drummer of like a big band. And so somehow she got in a room with the producer. They thought she was so talented. They did something that they never do. They gave her some money, said two years, work on some stuff. Like they, they were like, we're gonna see what happens with you. Oh. Mm-hmm. We want you to write something for us. And she took it and she made this video called Wuthering Heights. And um, I don't care. I'm going to play a little bit for you guys because you have to see this. To understand Kate Bush, you have to see it.
0: Look like how me and Ashley <laughs> me and Timmy both just look at Jeremy like, is this allowed? This <laughs> is. I don't care anymore. And she's moving.
2: Oh my God, I know this song.
0: This is all over TikTok too. Yes. Before, like now. Yeah. All right. So to tell me what do you guys see right now. I see her in the woods dancing. I
2: see the cutest lady ever.
0: And I've seen, like, I don't know if I've heard the Kate Bush version, but I've heard this song sung before. It's very popular. It's influenced a lot of artists over the years. Yeah. So,
1: um, we watched a little bit of *Weathering Heights. Um, uh, what do you guys you, think uh, about it? You guys it? need
0: to pause the podcast, go look it up on Spotify or Apple Music and you'll or listen YouTube to it or and you'll recognize it automatically. It's like, what did you, what are your thoughts?
2: I love it. Like, this is absolutely my jam. I love her outfit just frolicking in a forest. Ugh. The fog. This is
1: 1978. For the time, people either loved it or thought she was mad. <laughs> I mean, she looks a little witchy. Right? I dig it. She is, uh, this is Kate Bush. So Kate Bush does a lot of songs where she basically um, writes from the perspective of a character in a book or mm. something that's happened. Um, oh. She's always writing about really interesting things. She's always playing a character. And right now she is, cath- I mean, yeah. Catherine from Wuthering Heights
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and it's Kathleen it. It's me I'm Catherine it's Catherine Catherine from Wuthering Heights <laughs> I don't know why because her name quick. is
0: also Catherine is she the original song fic
1: um
0: <gasps> potentially because like that's the thing in fandom in fan fiction is that like people
2: make song fics.
0: make song fix like usually it's the other way around but like this I would it's potentially yeah,
2: um, it always and then comes back to fan fiction. If if you, comes back to fan
1: fiction, it does, right? If you have not read *Wuthering Heights*, it's about a man who's being haunted by the ghost of his lover, whose name is Catherine Heathcliff, and they are both kind of awful people. But she's haunting him, so this is her number one single. You know what Kate Bush loves to do? Uh, she likes to make pop songs and mix horror into it.
0: Love. No oh. wonder you're just like. So emotionally attached. This oh, is your, I was going to say Stranger Things. Like, I'm like, I'm, that makes so much sense why they used so it. She has had so many
1: songs over the years that talk about such interesting fucking topics. She has one, I mean, and, and, and I'm not going to go through her whole discography. Army Dreamers is literally about sending boys off to war mm-hmm. and saying he didn't have the money to be a pop star. He had to go to war. Oh, and the God. music, it's such a good pop song, mm-hmm. but it's about Oof. sending boys off to war. And she has another song, about, and this is wild. This is one of her, one of my favorite albums with her, but it was a little bit later. And it was about, it's about a fetus dying in the womb of a mother who is going through a nuclear apocalypse.
0: That's a, so, so <laughs> I, wanna, I wanna say this it's real It's called quick. Breathing.
2: So what I'm hearing is this is music made for you, Ashley.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, for 1978, She was one of the first singer-songwriters to come out. Like, think about it now. We have Imogen Heap. We have Bjork. We Mm -hmm. have FKA Twigs. Mm -hmm. We have all of these amazing, like, uh, Catherine Adigiri, who's one of my new favorite artists. We have
2: a bunch of creepy women these days, but we didn't back then. We didn't.
1: Kate Bush was one of the first. She paved the way for a lot of female artists to be able to make
0: really creative art. So I bet you're going to come back to this. But um, running up the hill, right? I remember seeing something on TikTok before I watched Stranger Things and I skipped it because I was like, I don't understand why this is on my feed. Uh, but it was about like how Kate Bush, like everybody listens to Running Up the Hill, and there is immediately everybody assumes it has a certain meaning about like somebody has passed away and I want to replace myself in heaven with that person. But like apparently she said that's not what the song's about. That's at not how all. she wrote it.
1: That's not how she wrote it. Yeah.
0: And so what is it?
1: We're we're gonna get there. Oh, okay, I'm too we're, I'm, I'm we're, too we're far ahead. Get there. I'm we're so get there. sorry. First things first, okay. we kind of have to talk a little bit about the Kate Bush fandom. So Ooh. she gets really big into the UK. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really trickle over to the United States. We're just not ready for her yet. The United States at this time, there are fanatics out there that love her. Uh, her music videos are coming over, but they're just not hitting the US. They won't actually hit the US until 2022, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, and don't think there aren't fans, because there are. It's just that she was big in UK, like she was like the queen of pop over there. She was their Madonna. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. think about it like that. Like if,
0: if, if you went overseas and you were like Madonna and they're like, who the fuck is that? That's how yeah. it would feel yeah. to talk about Kate Bush. I, I saw so many cute, I saw a cute TikTok about like this dad and daughter. And she's like, apparently my dad's a huge fan of Kate Bush and has all of her original records. And he was so excited that I asked about running up
2: the hill. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, this kind of goes with my episode next week. But if you're gonna say who's the Britney Spears of the UK, Billy Piper, back to you.
1: All right. She sings? Oh, yeah, baby. All right, y'all. Okay.
2: So we're going to talk about something else.
1: Okay. It's called Wuthering Height Day.
0: What? Love it.
1: So I'm just going to show you a music video. I'm just going to show you a video, and we're going to talk about it. So
0: ready? Oh, I see. Oh, my God. So everybody's doing this at the same time on the same day. Wow. Okay, so uh, I wanna just say real quick. um, So describe right now what you just saw. I saw a bunch of beautiful people dancing in red outfits to the same song. Cult-like
2: behavior.
0: Very cult-like behavior. But I like it. I would would participate (laughs) if uh, Ashley showed, the last one Ashley showed us was Austin, Texas.
2: And it was a bunch of just people dancing to the song and the red dress. And I say we do this because I want I, I won't be happy okay. until I've done this. No, pause. This. Hear
0: me out. What? We start a new one, and it's running up the hill, and we find the biggest hill in Austin, and we run with oh <laughs> a bunch of people to the running up the hill
2: song. I know where the biggest hill in Austin is. Where Mont Benel. That's a mountain, isn't it? Mm-mm, it's basically a hill.
1: So the most weathering heights day ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it started off as an idea someone had in like the mid 2000s. Um, and if you're a Kate Bush fan, and I get this wrong, I apologize. I only had so much time. But basically, they wanted to get as many people together that looked like Kate Bush to do the dance. And it just kind of took off from there. Everybody was like, we want to do Kate Bush. We want <laughs> And then it happened yearly. I know COVID has hit, so I'm not really sure where the the groups are. But literally all it is is people dress up in red dresses. um, And you, man, women, non-binary, like kids. I mean, like, it is anybody and anybody who wants to come out and they dance to the Wuthering Heights no matter, like, what you want. And it's just so fun to see it.
2: I love that. People
1: love Kate Bush. Like, people feel Kate Bush.
2: I am very interested in this, and I will be obsessing about Kate Bush. Oh, the- oh. I, I, please. I am spreading the gospel of Kate I Bush. I will probably be <laughs> blowing up your phone for recommendations later.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
2: I got you. I got you. All
1: right. So, mm-hmm. um, that's 1978. She has more albums. She is just as experimental as before She is one of the first artists that starts using a thing called a synthesizer. (gasps) Um, She uh, is not the first, but using it in a way that is like, I can't even remember what it's called. I mean, she was so technically a musician. And remember, she is a singer-songwriter. She is making her own music. Mm -hmm. She is writing it herself. She is making the beats. She does work with other musicians. I mean, you have to work with the process, but all of this is her um and she has some really interesting uh stories there's one called cloud bursting um and it's about a father and son true story about the father who tried to create a machine that would cause rain and he gets like the fbi takes him and the song is about the boy and in the (laughs) end he makes the
0: machine work and it's like a miyazaki film oh
2: my god it's so
0: cute anyways uh to continue forward i like how you described it cloudy with a chance of meatballs but then we're like Miyazaki film. <laughs> it was great. No, no, no. But the it's way just it's- a plot of Cloudy with the Dance of <laughs> Meatballs. I just need you to know that.
1: It, it is. You're right. But it's also really cute. The way she does, she does the music videos. And she, she plays the little boy. Like, she looks like Aww. little boy. It's so, it's like, she's so interesting. Um. So, anyways, uh, she's making these albums out, but none of them are hitting, like, her first album. Because mm-hmm. people are like, this is just this mad woman. Um. She has all these interesting, mm-hmm. I mean, she's so avant-garde and, like, artistic. And some people are just like... They don't know what to do with her.
2: Their sensibilities. So oh she d-
1: she's doing really well, but it's like she's slowly going down. Like her numbers aren't making mm. it. Um, she's keeping getting less and less of like that hits until uh, 1983 or 1982. She basically decides I'm leaving London. I'm going back to the country. I'm going to build a studio myself. I'm going to live out there and create an album alone. Okay. And then 1985, we get the Hounds of Love, which the first track on it is running up that hill. Okay. And here we are. And it goes bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, this song is amazing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if you haven't heard the song, please go listen to it. We're going to talk about the lyrics real quick. Um, so, the lyrics are, if I only could, I'd make a deal with God and I'd get him to swap our places. Be running up that road, be running up that hill, be running up that building. Right? And it's like, you don't want to hurt me, but you see how b- deep the bullets lie. Unaware, I'm tearing you asunder. Oh, there's thunder in our hearts. Is there so much hate for the ones we love? Tell me we both matter, don't we? And so it's a really beautiful song. And this is what Kate Bush says about this song. She says it's about relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's about if in, in this one, it's a, a relationship between a man and a woman is how she wrote the song and they're fighting, and they can't understand each other. And so oh. she says, if we could only swap our places,
2: oh. maybe, you
1: could under- maybe we could connect, maybe we could communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you could see what I'm seeing, and if I could see what you're seeing, maybe we could make this work. And this can go with all kinds of relationships. If we could only see what the people are feeling, mm-hmm. if we could only understand what they're going through, if I could make that deal with God, I'd be running up that hill. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about that song now with where Max was and like into Stranger Things, it really
0: connects the dots.
2: God, that just hits yeah. differently
0: now. See, I still like the other interpretation of it, but that's just because I like, like it's, I feel like, like it does make sense about her lack of communication and how But that no, no, helps. no, it could also be with her and Billy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that's the thing is I feel like I also really like the interpretation that a lot of people took from it. And I believe a lot of people back when it first came out took from it from what I've like heard is that it's someone has passed and like you feel the guilt of it. And so like I feel like the, both interpretations work really well for this. Honestly, situation.
1: the thing about art is when it leaves the artist, this is my belief, when it leaves the artist, whatever anybody else feels from it. That's what the art is. Exactly. Yeah, that's why J.K. Rowling should shut the fuck up.
2: Um, I agree. Cheers, cheers. I just want to say if we switch places, it would be like a Freaky Friday situation. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> I don't. When you
2: guys ever like see eye to eye? No. Like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it still wouldn't work. I think that like, I don't know, like maybe this is like the single person in me. But I don't know if I've really ever had like an experience like that where I'm like, it's such a big fight and such a big argument where I was like, I just wish you could see my side of things. Maybe the closest is, like, me having a parent conversation, well, argument with my mother over Trump, but, like... Honestly, I think that, like,
1: it, it could be anything. It's just, like, a relationship. And I think, honestly, like, Kate Bush is, like, constantly in her songs, she's trying to figure out what a person felt. Like, mm-hmm. she's putting herself in the place of a character and singing from that place and really putting her. Like, she's an actress, almost. Right. She's putting herself in a role. This is the only song that she did not have an inspiration for. This is purely from her. Oh, oh. that's nice. Of a, I mean, most of her discography, I'm not going to say none of it. Cause later on, she does come back with some more things that kind of similarly talk about what she's going through. But this one I remember really sticking out is like, this is one that like, doesn't have a lot of inspiration outside of Kate Bush's life. All right. Last thing I'm going to leave you with. Hounds of love is one of my favorite albums. Um, The next song on Hounds of Love, let's see if I can pull it up here. Uh, So it's the album, Hounds of Love. So Running Up That Hill is the first song on it. Uh Hounds of Love is actually the second song. (laughs) Uh, It's actually called Hounds of Love. Uh, The art that right now she is kind of getting inspired by is a movie called Night of the Demon. Mm. And this is a movie about uh, people getting possessed by a demon. Ooh, very Stranger Things, <laughs> right? Um, and it's about a American psychologist who travels to England to investigate a satanic cult who <gasps>
2: are, uh, oh. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> right? Um, and that was like it was so interesting, and I was like Stranger Things, Kate Bush, the like satanic cult. cult. <laughs> I was like, it's brilliant. And it works for the time, 1985. Uh-huh. Max would be listening to this in 1986. Uh, also in 1986, the other song that this was rivaling in the United States was Madonna as a virgin. And I can't think that Max would be into that at this no. point in her life. I really feel like Hounds of Love, like or running up that hill would really...
0: Resonate knowing more with her. the
1: character that Max
2: is,
0: yeah. Like, Max, like, I just also, like, rewatching stuff. Like, there's so many, like, small things I missed in, like, season three about who Max is as a character. But, like, when her and Elle are, like, having, like, their girls' day, mm-hmm. like, the double back-to-back sleepovers, there's a moment where Max is, like, oh, let me explain this comic book to you. And it's her, like, with um, Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and, like, explaining how great Wonder Woman is. And, like, from just, like previous like observations about max i never thought she was a comic book girl especially like in the 80s like that says a lot like i mean yeah she was a skateboarder but like it just i feel like it cemented a little bit more about who she was and i was like oh
1: i love that i'm gonna leave you guys with the fact that once that came out i mean the epic scene that it was (laughs) everybody was listening to it and i was like i'm dying i love kate bush this scene meant so much like i was like it I had like a brain epiphany. This is
2: why I like, this is why I love art so much. This is why I like certain types of media. Like each one of us at this fucking table had a different experience with that scene. Exactly. And it hit us all differently, but still hit us hard. I'm so mad because it didn't, I'm so It like, hits Ashley and I very hard. <laughs> no, that's why I'm so mad is because I
0: was like, I got back from my trip and immediately was like, I'm watching Stranger Things. And I, my room doesn't get that dark. And so the last like, fucking four episodes were almost impossible to watch because it was so the like the sun and like but I was like I need to watch it I need I need to be able to exist and like read the fan fiction and whatnot and so I wish I almost had waited because I couldn't see very well I feel like it kind of wrecked it so I'm very excited that I'm rewatching it with Gabe because yes, then I also the, also like the joy of somebody else experiencing it for the first time is always so fun oh yeah and mm. I want you to know Gabe also judges me for my love of Billy <laughs> I just need you to know good Go ahead i think that's the right
1: move um okay uh with that uh last thing is uh running up the hill basically saw a resurgence like it's never seen before going number one on itunes um number four globally number one in the u.s the 37 year old song
0: um, Is she still kicking um yeah yeah she's
2: out she there She still made a statement about it actually yes, i have it oh, um, tell um, me
0: the statement i was like yeah. i was wondering that like because that must be such an incredible moment for an artist for like this thing that you made years and years ago to like resurface and yes. in a positive light. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, and she's known a little bit like a recluse. Like she is an artist for artist's sake. She doesn't go out. She doesn't do the galas. That's probably one of the reasons why people don't know about her. Cause she isn't just like an icon. She likes to stay at home in her English, uh, cottage on the countryside and write music. So dream. Jealous.
2: I love that. Um,
1: but this is what she said. You might have heard that the first part of the fantastic gripping new series, Stranger Things, has recently been released on Netflix. It features the song, Running Up That Hill, which has been given a whole new life by the young fans who love the show. I love it, too. Bush continued. Because of this, Running Up That Hill is charting around the world and has entered the UK chart at number eight. It's all really exciting. Thanks very much to everyone who has supported the song. I wait with bated breath for the rest of the series in July. Aww. Oh,
2: then she absolutely
0: has another song. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely. I hope so. I'm so happy for her. I hope, I I hope she's happy. I hope she's, I hope, I really genuinely hope she's happy. Well, like also like,
0: I I don't know, like when I see something like that, like it's it's when media kind of goes off in a way that no one expects, Mm -hmm. it just always brings me so much joy. Like there's this creator, I like kind of semi-follow on TikTok. It's just, I'm like on BookTok, but like she made a video a couple of months ago about how she wrote a book and she was just gonna self-publish it but the book is about an LGBTQ character and her was a closet of like she herself was a closet of LGBTQ person. Mm -hmm. And it was her having to come out to her family because she wanted to publish this book and then her family basically shunning her. Mm -hmm. But then the internet rallying behind her and like giving her like somewhere to land Mm -hmm. on amongst all that and like introducing her to new people. And like, she was like, it was like the best and worst moment of my entire life. And it's just, I think it's like when you see stuff like that, especially things that people don't expect to go off and then see it does. And in such, it's always when it's in a positive manner. It always makes me sad when it's a negative thing. But yeah. when it is like in a super positive thing, it's just so much joy in my
2: life.
1: Yeah. I agree. Um, last thought, Steffi?
2: Um, I'm very happy for Kate Bush. I'm loving Stranger Things. It's one of my favorite series. It could have gone easily to just like, trying to hammer in the nostalgia without any um, like soul, but it is full of soul. Oh, the soul is there. Yeah, the emotion. They have Kate Bush. Um, also, <laughs> isn't it weird that I was really attracted to Vecna once we realized he was the bad guy?
0: Do you know he's engaged to Bonnie Wright, i.e. Jenny Weasley?
1: I oh. had no idea. Well, I'll be raw honest, when or we they saw were. who Vecna was as a human, I, I- I kind of thought in a creepy way is cute.
2: Okay, good, yeah. I had
1: creepy
0: cute vibes yeah, all same. the
2: way. And uh, like, I started fan casting him in one of my favorite like,
0: book series, but that's positive. another. Like the way that are like Scars guards, you are know you what I mean? Are you not aware that he's also in the Twilight movies? Who is he? He's one of the Volturi. Oh, he is. Oh my He's God. that one. Yeah, no, a bunch of a- people- Alec or something, uh, Oh yeah. And a bunch of the internet was like, he belongs in Twilight. The <laughs> Russian internet's like, he's in Twilight, what are you doing? But yeah, no, I personally, like, I love a good payoff and I love a good, like, work through. And I hated the last season of Game of Thrones before because of it because I felt like there was a lot of stuff still up in the air. Mm. And the thing is that I feel like almost no rock is unturned. The only thing that is currently unturned is fucking Callie. Um, and we'll see if she ever comes back. The sister, that's in an entire episode that is mentioned once in season two and then never again. Um, So I hope that that, like, wraps itself up. But I really liked the way they explained how the Upside Down was created. They, like, I had a feeling it was going to be one. I was so excited. And then it happened. Yeah,
2: just... that's the thing. This, it's been really satisfying. Mm-hmm. I love Vicna's storyline. I love els I love everybody. I want nothing but happiness for Mike because I feel, not Mike. Will. Will, thank you. Fuck Mike, actually. Honestly, if,
0: <laughs> like, I'll be honest, the only way I'll, like, I wouldn't even be mad if This is awful to say. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if Elle died if Mike ends up with Will. Because I'm just like, Will deserves happiness. And he's in love with Mike. Will really deserves happiness. And, like, Elle is like, okay. But, like, it's also like, they're, in the next two episodes, someone's going to die. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Somebody has to. Like, it's also, like, with where they're setting up the Jonathan, Steve, Duffer brothers.
2: If you fucking kill Eddie. Steve Eddie's or dead. Robin
0: Eddie's dead I am 100%. coming to your
2: house and you are paying for my therapy bills
0: <sighs> Eddie's 100% dead I have no doubt I know I'm really sad about it I think he's also gonna die yeah my fanfiction d- days yeah but what uh, I was gonna say is um the what was I gonna say I had a thought our it's final words right, that was my final... final words
1: final words yeah, our episode okay. did go a little long um there's a lot Sorry. to say about stranger things I hope everyone really likes Kate Bush uh Hounds of Love, a couple of lyrics from it, just because I think it's really funny. It's in the trees. It's coming. When I was a child <laughs> running in the night, afraid of what might be, hiding in the dark, hiding in the street of what was following me.
2: Oh, uh, I
1: fucking cannot wait. I don't think I don't. I, my, my thought is hopefully Hounds of Love is in it. I'm fine if running up the hill is still in it. Um, with that, that is the episode. Uh, we got a really fun one
2: for you next time as well. Steph, you want to talk about a little bit? We're talking about Doctor Who, baby. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but there's a reason why, because I didn't want to do Doctor Who. And uh, I didn't
0: want to do Harry Potter. But
2: we're also going to do a Harry Potter episode. But yeah. uh, we are calling this series uh, the Road to Cancellation. Huh. <laughs> uh, are we canceled? Technically not yet, but. We were told, who knows,
0: maybe your guys' numbers will really spike up in the next couple of weeks. The thing is,
2: we knew that the cards were stacked against us. We are not exactly talent in this company. We are behind the scenes folk. Mm -hmm. We don't have marketing budget. And the one little bit of marketing budget we did, we couldn't really focus on. Because once again, talent isn't our job. Other things are. So we couldn't focus on it as much as we could. And so yeah, we expected, honestly did the show a lot longer than Oh, it's our one-year anniversary. It
1: is our one it year anniversary as oh.
2: well. <laughs> as all things go,
1: it's a really good time to kind of put the countdown to cancellation. If you like the show, please recommend it. We might continue. Um we'll yeah, still be here doing fun things. We all just don't us on know. Our other social media will still exist. It'll still be this show after that. Um, it, it, it may
2: not be the end of the show completely. We might have other venues that we may be able to try. Uh, the point is, if this is the end, we're gonna go out with doing what we love and we're gonna have fun doing it. And that's exactly. the point. Regardless of what happens with this show, I am proud of it. I mm-hmm. love everyone on this team, Jaron, Sarah, Ashley. What? This was a dream country, something I've wanted. Oh my, gosh, wanted. I know oh my god, me. Sarah, I fucking love you to death, you bitch. I love you. <laughs> I love you so much and I think about you all the time. And I just wanna make sure you're happy and taken care of. Anyways, <laughs> um, that being said, uh, regardless of what happens, I am proud of the show. I'm glad we got to do it. This has been a dream of mine to do a show exactly like this for as long as I can remember. And I'm happy with what we came up with. This is beyond my expectations. And like I said, whatever happens, happens. And if this is the end, that's fine. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. And I'm glad we got to go on this journey together yeah. and we'll see what happens next. This may be the end of it. Maybe not. We'll see. Um, For something that started, because
0: we, for those who don't know, we (laughs) used to stream on Twitch together Uh like once a week. And then during the pandemic, we were having difficulties playing video games. And there was a day where Steffi's like, let's just talk for an hour. And that's where it started. I was like, quote unquote, the first episode. Then Steffi harangued me for about two (laughs) months being like, we're making a fucking podcast, Sarah. And no one's gonna tell us no, and then no one did tell us no. And yeah, no. I was, no. I
2: did it. I was right. No one did. Tr- finally, <laughs> they
0: finally, not, not they finally only told, did us no. told us. Nobody told
2: us <laughs> no. They were like, "Yeah, do this." But once again, we're not talent. We are our yeah. background people in this company. And like I said, I we got more numbers than I expected. Honestly, if this was any other show, if we just started on this our own, the numbers that we had, I am beyond proud of. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. I am blown away with the support and love this show has gone it's just and the fact that we still get merch because people still yeah. love the show. Yeah. Oh,
1: by the way, we still have the merch, so this is items that are gonna go, they won't be around forever, so yeah.
2: please go get it.
0: <laughs> because you deserve a shirt that says Morning Lemon. Yes. At the very See. least, go get it for that reason alone. And a cute
1: lemon hat, like, come on, yeah. we are so excited. We, we, we finally got merch right at the end.
2: Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I am just I'm, I just wanna say thank you, everybody in the show. Mm. I, I'm not gonna get too emotional now, because I'm probably gonna start crying on the last episode. Oh uh, well. No, we but, will also be at RTX, yes, yes. we will have a panel, and then we'll have one more episode after RTX. Uh, TBD what that it's going to be. Exactly, yeah. it's uh, going to be
0: our can. Uh, we're going to have a cancellation party at RTX. So uh, come join us. Uh, we'll. we'll- Celebrate. We're going to have a really good time. If you I want to learn have, more about RTX, really
2: rtxevent.com. And yeah, thank you so much, yeah, everybody. Thanks. Don't feel like this is a failure. I feel like this is a win. we done did so it much. For a fucking year. Yeah. yeah a that's year. more than
0: some people's podcasts last.
2: Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you, everybody. Seriously, I am so happy I got to do this. This was, once again, a dream come true. And I'm very proud of what we've done. And I couldn't ask for a better co-host and partners in these three. Thank you. I love you. I yell at you because I love you. Thank you. But yeah, um, that's all I had to say. So thank you. And buy our merch, please. Yeah, buy our merch. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Jared. Thank Thank you,